For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now good morning. I'm Tad. Hello, Drex. Blessings. And hello, Kara. Good morning. So everybody's dogs are acting funny? I don't know. Is Louie acting weird? Because BB, BB, my little nugget, is something's wrong with her. No, Louie's fine, but and the I'm, two of you. Yeah, our dog Mickey's got something up, but what's going on with BB, Kara? So I got home from work yesterday, and normally, you know, like every other dog, they go absolutely crazy when you get home and bb and i have this little routine where you know we do our little thing she does a little dance we have a little loving sesh you and guys then french totally <laughs> i totally kiss my dog this is a chihuahua mind yeah yes and when i got home yesterday she was like piled up she was being a pillow princess and was piled up on top <sighs> of all of the pillows and she just barely like lifted her head and I was like, okay, well, maybe I just caught her in the middle of like a really serious snooze. <sighs> and I walked in towards the bed closer and she just kind of slowly got out of the bed and like no crazy tail, no like, oh, mom's home, oh, no excitement, nothing. And then she wouldn't like jump off the bed and she wouldn't follow me outside. And then I picked her up and she was like shaking. So we just kind of like snugged in the bed all day because I don't know what to do. So she's acting lethargic. She's eating. She's drinking. She's going potty outside. Like, Sounds like she's done with you. She doesn't. So you better stop it right wow. now. Let me you ask you. Yes, this is a good point. Was Ryan around? No, Ryan was not home. She's saving all of her love for Ryan. 100%. She's you guys have been around so much now that she has like uh she's gonna have like uh social anxiety when you guys leave, like distance anxiety. And that's she just missed Ryan. Uh, yeah. He definitely got more of a welcome when he got home yesterday oh, from work than I did. But she was still weird all night last night. The dog is fine. Yeah. Just saving all its love. Our dog has Ryan. been like 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 a you know, snake sticks its tongue out. Uh-huh. Her dog Oh, I mean that tongue. No, yeah, he just like sticks the tongue out over his nose. He was like nonstop, and I, it was happening a lot when uh, my dad and sister came by just to say hi, and uh, in, we're on we're on the driveway. And my sister, you guys know Jenny, special needs, right? Mm -hmm. Very loud when she approaches a, a a person or a group of people. You know, she has a hard time controlling the tone of her voice, and I think it stresses my dog out because our house is is very quiet and chill. It's just me, my daughter, and my wife. The only sounds that are made are April shouting out orders. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and Mickey, our dog, is very used to that. Right. Yeah. And so I think I think our dog was just stressed out, like, oh, this is not my normal quiet, safe space. So I'm gonna, you know, act out or try and self medicate by sticking my tongue out. <laughs> So interesting. You listen to you guys talking about your dogs and their strange behaviors. Mm -hmm. Like all my dog has ever done is exhibited strange behaviors. And I will tell you a piece of advice is to have a child or another child in your case, <laughs> Drex, because yeah. it, the dog will continue to do what the dog does, but you just won't care anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Good morning. It's 522. It's going to be cooling off for a bit. We've got some showers around. Then temperatures will climb back to about 77 later on. What's going on, Kara? Do you guys remember Charity Saliers? She was the owner of Vittles Restaurant in Smyrna that sold her dream car Mustang to make ends meet and take care of her employees. Yes. It was, like, really important for her to keep that restaurant open mm-hmm. because she feeds many of the seniors in the area. They really depend on her for a good meal. Yeah, it was, wasn't it like her dream Mustang? It was. And she took it back to the dealership and... It was all over after she bought it. And she took a hit, too, on on mm-hmm. reselling that thing. But it gave her enough money to keep the restaurant afloat for a while until some rules were relaxed. But the word of her story got all the way out to Savannah Volkswagen, who just last week delivered her a 2017 Toyota RAV4. Ooh. And it's candy apple red, just like her old Mustang was. If you remember, she had obviously no vehicle and she was getting rides to and from work from her employees so this woman who was already giving so much to her community gave the little last bit that she had and i'm glad to see karma train come back around and her to have a vehicle 2017 rav4 do we have any idea how many miles on that thing no no I mean, in Savannah, you don't really, if it's a, if it's a local trade-in, you know, if we're getting down yeah. to logistics, Savannah <laughs> is a tight little city, so people aren't driving around too terribly right. much. You know, I would say you're under 30,000. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are you ready for the greatest good feeling of all time? Okay. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah. I am so excited to talk about this story. Do you guys remember Officer Matt Cooper? Oh, who could not I mean, that was just incredible story. He was shot in the head yeah. um, as a police officer during a like as a as a as a robber ran away and has been in rehab and Shepherd Center, and it's always great to get the updates. What's the latest? So he had a traumatic brain injury. It happened Labor Day 2018. Less than two years later, he got the phone call from Covington Police Chief Stacy Cotton to come back to work. What? To be able to call him and say, hey, Matt, it's time to come back to work was really a highlight of my career, to be honest with you. So as everybody is slowly starting to get back to work, some people are excited about it. Some people not so much. I know for sure Officer Matt Cooper is ready to get back to kicking some booty. This is exciting for a lot of uh, uh, different points, but one that I thought was, I know Matt and the, his wife have young children. Mm-hmm. Think about all the things that the children saw their daddy go through and the fact that he gets to put his uniform back on, mm. you know, and go back into the force. The kids get to see that, like, okay, you know, my daddy did this, and now he's, you know, he's a, the strong pre- police officer that I had in my eyes. That's what really got me thinking. It's incredible, the brain's ability to rewire Mm. itself. I've known, I knew a a kid that fell off a ladder and was basically, uh, I mean, I remember going to see him at the Shepherd Center Mm -hmm. and he was a vegetable. I mean, I couldn't, like, he was just like, could not do anything for himself and is now training for a marathon. So it's just like... Your brain is just an incredible organ. So. And Officer Cooper was at the Shepherd Center, too. So yeah. hats off to those doctors and nurses over there. They're really helping people get back. And uh, I would not go committing a crime in Covington no. anymore. Nope. It was a good, we had a good little window, a good little stretch there. Listening to us all talk about this story, boy, we're all on the edge of crying. Oh, I know. Let's, let's <laughs> I just, know. Let's right just do it. We try to push ourselves right over to the top. <laughs> Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. 
but she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Good morning, Charlotte and Gainesville. Good morning. Could you please kick Kara out of the studio for us? Okay, girl. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Good luck, Charlotte. Thank you, too. We're going to ask you five pop culture questions while Kara stands outside the room. We'll call her back in, ask her the same exact questions. If you end up answering more right than Kara, she'll have to pay you $100 of her own money. Um, if she answers more right than you, she wins. All ties go to the house. You know the rules. Charlotte, are you ready for the questions? Okay, let's do it. Number one, there's talk that Mindy Kaling is currently writing the third installment of Legally Blonde. Who plays attorney L. Woods? I'm Reese Witherspoon. Number two, Pat Sajak said he's fed up with people telling us how to stay home. Uh, Pat is the host of what game show? Wheel of Fortune. Number three, fans think that Ryan Seacrest had a stroke at the end of American Idol on Sunday. Ryan attended but didn't graduate from what local university? That's a tough one. Oh, gosh. Okay, Emory? Number four, actor Billy Zane said he can't wait to get back to brunch with his friends. Billy played the villain in what 1997 blockbuster film? Oh, gosh. I know. These are really Uh, rough. uh, That's a good one. Uh, Batman. (laughs) Number five, the Dropkick Murphys and Bruce Springsteen are teaming up for a fanless concert at the stadium where the Boston Red Sox play. What stadium is that? All right, so Wrigley is the Cubs. Uh, Fenway? All right, let's bring Kara back in. Yeah, I love Charlotte working that last one out. Well done there. Uh, Charlotte (laughs) Gainesville, you got three right. Good job. That was very tough. Yeah, three is a number, and they're tough, yeah. Same Uh questions for you. Number one, there's talk that Mindy Kaling is currently writing the third installment of Legally Blonde. Who plays Attorney L. Woods? Reese Witherspoon. That's what Charlotte said, one to one. Number two, Pat Sajak said he's fed up with people telling us how to stay home. Uh, Pat is the host of what game show? Wheel of Fortune. We knew she was going to do that. Could have predicted that for sure. Uh, That's what Charlotte said as well, two to two. Number three, fans think Ryan Seacrest had a stroke at the end of American Idol on Sunday. Ryan attended but did not graduate from what local university? Dunwood High School. Incorrect. Local university. We were looking for UGA, University of Georgia. We're marking you wrong. Uh, Charlotte said Emory, so that was wrong as well. We're still knotted up at two. Wow. All right. Now we got a game here. Number four. Actor Billy Zane said he can't wait to get back to brunch with his friends. Billy played the villain in what 1997 blockbuster film? Oh, I like this. The Mummy? We were looking for Titanic. Oh, oh Titanic. God. He was Rose's fiance. Gosh, this is bad. Charlotte said Batman. You guys are still tied at two. Kara, you have to get question five right to at least tie. Ooh, here we go. Dim the lights. Here we go. Question number five, Kara. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. The Dropkick Murphys and Bruce Springsteen are teaming up for a fanless concert at the stadium where the Boston Red Sox play. What's the name of that stadium? Where did the Boston Red Sox play? Kara Lee. Do you have an answer? I don't don't know. (gasps) Wow. Charlotte said Fenway Park, and that is the right answer. <laughs> no way! Unbelievable. <laughs> you, Charlotte in Gainesville, are you smarter than Kara? 
your new record 774 wins and 27 losses holy cow congratulations charlotte <laughs> well thank you <laughs> oh, oh no salt in the wound there. knife in the heart B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now, by the way it looks, when you see him on TV, if Ryan Seacrest had a stroke, then we're all doomed. But he looks Mm -hmm. like the picture of health, like, doesn't he? You know, this was at the end of the finale of American Idol on Sunday, and people were saying, like, they came back from a song, and his left eye was closed, and then his speech sounded a little weird, so take a listen and, and decipher for yourself. Cynthia Erivo and the top 11 right there. You can catch her playing Aretha Franklin on the National Geographic Limited Series Genius Aretha premiering this fall. Oh. So maybe just the end of that? On the National Geographic Limited Series Genius Aretha premiering this fall. It seems like a very, if it was, I mean, not that I've had a lot of it. No doctor, I've not seen a lot of people have a stroke. But if it was, it would be very minor. Well, I think the concerning part was his eyes. He had he had one eye that was open wide and one eye that was closed a little more. And they say, you know, when you exhibit signs of a stroke that you have, you know, paralysis of one mm-hmm. side of the body. So that was a little concerning. I didn't think his speech was as alarming as that. That eye. The appearance. Mm. It's too bad that we never get to hear from Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> it would be cool if he had like a daily talk show where he might be able to clear this all up or something. And I think that's where people got even more scared is because he wasn't on with Kelly yesterday morning. So I think that just kind of heightened everybody's, oh my gosh, what's going on? Yeah. I guess his reps are saying between well, doing that show, he's got a radio show and then he's been hosting those Disney sing-alongs that he was just oh, exhausted yeah. and needed some time. Mm-hmm. And can't we all relate to that? That when we're sleep deprived, maybe we do things or say things that we wouldn't necessarily do. Oh, for sure. I know. I know. It makes me very short fused, and I lash out. Uh, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tad? Have you ever been just like sleep de- sleep deprived and do something totally off character? Well, yesterday, you know, I was telling you guys about how I had all these like contractor people working mm-hmm. on our house all at once, and I was stressed out about that. Everybody left. And it's like two in the afternoon, and I'm used to getting my sweet nappy poo earlier. <laughs> and I just started stubbing my toe and running into the countertops and like was just like kept hurting myself. So I was like, I'm going to go put myself to bed. Oh, drunk baby needed a nap. Right. right. <laughs> the most exciting thing about all of this is you're right. Ryan Seacrest does do like the Disney stuff and the, the ABC stuff, and he does the American Idol and the Kelly thing and all of this. And mm-hmm. then he's got the radio show. Mm-hmm. Maybe he should, like, I don't know. Dial it back a little bit. Give somebody else a chance at a job. Right. You know? You can say no. Yeah. You can, like, you, you know, I think you're all right with, like, $44 trillion <laughs> a year. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. Thanks so much for listening. It's Tad, Drex, and Kara. And, uh, man, we have been waiting for some good news when it comes to the fight against coronavirus. Yeah, we've got it coming out of Emory University. They've been doing some trials on a vaccine developed by Moderna. And uh, a recent study found that eight out of eight people showed to have developed antibodies to actually kill the virus. So this is pretty great. 
It is. And it's early, yes, but it's very promising. Dr. Carlos Del Rio is like one of the top guys at Emory University on the phone. Good morning, Dr. Del Rio. Good morning. You are sort of a big star today because of this vaccine that they're talking about that is showing so much promise the stock market went up. I was going to say the most important side effect of the vaccine is that it increased the stock market. (laughs) (laughs) What the vaccine did, it provided a boost to your retirement account. (laughs) (laughs) If we make it that far, Dr. Del Rio. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) I mean, how promising is this vaccine? Is this as far as we've gotten? Is this as promising as we've seen so far? I have never seen a phase one study of any vaccine be the front page news of the New York Times. And I think that just tells you something, right? Phase one is basically, this is like the Wright brothers, right? Flying in North Carolina. Wow. I mean, that did not take us to all of us flying on planes. It took many years to do that. But that initial flight of the Wright brothers is what phase one of a vaccine is. Dr. Del Rio, uh, can you talk about the, the, the study we were reading and, and uh, researching a little bit? Said eight of the people that you took, they developed the antibodies that were able to kill the coronavirus. Is that what the vaccine does? It, it, it doesn't protect? Does it create antibodies? Can you clear that up a little? Well, what, what most vaccines do is they produce antibodies are like soldiers in your body. They're just proteins in your body that when you get exposed to a pathogen, see, the vaccine is not going to prevent you from, from encountering the virus. But when you get exposed to the virus, the antibodies get summoned there, you know, and your immune system tells, tells the antibodies, tells the specific soldiers, hey, this guy is there. So the antibodies go there, they lash to the virus, and they destroy it. That's what the vaccines do. The vaccines boost your immune system to respond to when a pathogen comes. But you can also have, potentially, you can have the vaccine not necessarily prevent infection, but it could prevent disease. So you might potentially, this vaccine may potentially not only prevent you from getting the virus, but may prevent you from getting disease. You could still get infected, but not develop disease. That's another possibility for vaccines. Well, excellent news. And now that you've said all of that, the stock market just went up even more. (laughs) Imagine that power that you wield. You're like Lex Luthor if you wanted to (laughs) use your forces for evil. Exactly, exactly. So excited about, I know it's early, but man, I just heard that this morning and I was like, this is good. Like, fingers crossed this takes off. I know there's more trials, but they're saying by the end of the year if this actually works. I'm excited for you, Tad. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you were asking me before, like, would you take, I'm like, absolutely, first in line. Pushing kids and women out of the way. (laughs) B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning, I'm Tad. Hey, Drex. Hey, good morning. Hey, Kara. Good morning. One of the casualties of coronavirus is going to be Usher. I'll explain that in a second. So I have an idea. No, I'm saying he's just not going to be working anymore. Okay, he's not COVID. No, he's not COVID. I'm sorry. That that was misleading a little bit. Like, I mean, I have limits to what I would do to destroy Mm -hmm. a person. (laughs) Kara. Yes. There's been these musicians popping up, like young musicians, right? Mm-hmm. Who do we got? We got nine-year-old Peyton Rodney. She actually learned to read music before she learned to read words and plays piano and drums. Goes outside um, in her driveway every day in Gwinnett County and just jams out. So this is her playing the drums. Very talented. Nine years old. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Getting over some stage fright. A young Bieber, right? Absolutely. Bieber was five when he got started. You know where I'm going with this. I heard some cowbell in there in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Gotta have more cowbell. Listen, I put my pants on one leg at a time. Yeah. <laughs> um, then who else? We got another one. 
right? Yeah, 12-year-old Jason, he plays the trumpet out at Emory Decatur Hospital at Shift Change. I think it's 7 o'clock every night. Now, his dad plays the trombone for the ASO, and his mom owns a music school, so you know he's got some skills. So all these talented musicians performing solo, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Didn't Simon Cowell, was it the show? Put, put X Factor. Like, yeah, put he some put band, One Direction together. One Direction mm-hmm. together. I'm thinking when this is over, I get a little bus, go around and pick up all these kids. <laughs> Let's isolate that. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Back that up. Ted, you just I said, said a bus, not a windowless van. Okay, okay. You're going to get a bus and you're going to go around and pick around. up 10-year-old kids. I'm going to pick up all these solo acts. I'm going to get them together and form a super band. Okay? Mm-hmm. Where they'll all perform to create the making of the band here. What's the name of your super Yeah, band. that's what I was going to ask. I mean, listen, let's get the band together. It's going to be very organic. I'm going to come up with this <laughs> on the fly. I've already taken liberties. I was in the studio all night last night working mm-hmm. on this. Very exhausted. That's why I sound so tired. Very tired. And very, tired. Very, very, very tired. Very, And this is, uh, <laughs> I've already mixed down my first track here. This is the actual recordings from the drummer and the trumpetist. Okay. Okay, just hear it. Okay. Hey. Wow. I mean, really, Atlanta's got talent, right? Totally. And I'm thinking, just for the icing on the cake, I'm going to have a Southwest Airlines flight attendant be the opening act when we hit the road. They're going to tell a couple of oxygen mask mm-hmm. jokes. Right. I love it. Warm up the crowd. Up. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so do you think, uh, was I right in the end? I'd Good night, Usher, right? I'd pay eight bucks for that. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. Thanks for listening. Cooling off for a bit. Temps will climb to 77 later on today. Not too bad. Uh, Tad and Kara, we need to come up with a list of three things, and it can only be three things that neighbors should be allowed to share with each other. Mm. Um, Okay. A cup of sugar. It's very classic. So let's just say food in general. Uh, food, uh, wine, alcohol, alcohol. Yes, you too. can share with your neighbors and cool. their pool. Oh, oh, that's nice. Okay. Well, now that you bring that up, uh, you might not want to have that on the list, Kara. Oh, why? Because my neighbor sent me, he was sharing a YouTube link with me. Okay. I don't think you should be sharing the pool. I don't think you should be sharing the YouTube link because I watched this YouTube video and it ended up me- with me doing manual labor. What was the uh, video yeah. about? Well, I was in fact sharing my neighbor's pool over the weekend. <laughs> my daughter was in it with their, uh, with their nine-year-old and they're swimming around and my buddy leans over. He's like, hey, take a look at this video. And it's a video of a guy discussing how to open up the pool filter, pull out these round filters. It kind of looks like uh, a filter you have for your HVAC system, but it's round. Uh Pulling that out, cleaning it off, and then putting it back in. Right. Yeah, he's just, I know my, my pool's really dirty and I can't get the pool guy over here. And, you know, so I just looked up this video. He goes, this doesn't look hard, does it? And I'm watching it like, it doesn't really look that hard at all. All right, so about three minutes go by, and he goes, all right, you ready to knock this out? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are we knocking out? Ah, you, got, ah, you got beer, or what are we going to ah, knock ah, out? So you just became the pool boy. 
essentially, we go over there, we open up the pool filter, we take out these, there's four of them, these giant pool filters. He takes one, he starts squir- uh, squirting it down. He goes, hey, take this one over to your house, and oh. you squirt that one oh. down. Now he's bossing you around. Mm-hmm. So I'm squirting this thing down, and there's gunk all over it, and it's flying off into my shirt, sweating. It was hot over the weekend. And I started to feel a little bit taken advantage of. See, when I went into this story, I was thinking, he showed you a YouTube video about something, and you volunteered to help him out because oh, you're no. using his stinking pool. Yeah. For free. Yeah. Well, and so that's where the story might, that's where the story could take a turn. So that happened on Saturday. On Sunday, I blew up my daughter's giant, like six foot inflatable unicorn sprinkler where the water shoots out of the unicorn okay. head. I love yeah. it. And uh, so she's playing in that. I get in the car. I'm about to go get some lunch for everybody. And the unicorn kind of like fall. He falls. He falls over. Uh-huh. I'd only put two stakes in to hold it into the ground. So I leave. I come back. The, the unicorn's propped back up. Two stakes had been put in where put where I missed them. Right. Oh, that's nice. It was the neighbor. The neighbor, right? It's the same neighbor that I cleaned his yeah, pool Yeah, you filter. guys are a team. Well, you, work it, with, yeah. you work with each other. You help each other out. This is what neighbors are all about. Absolutely. Okay. I've got a guy down, uh, two doors down. He's got like uh, tree trimmers. He's offered those. He gives my wife, wrote, this is what you do. All right, so that, my wife's roses. He's an elderly gentleman. Well, that's where I would draw the line. <laughs> so that's so, so that the conundrum is feeling taken advantage of, or is this just the new norm for neighbors? Because we're going to be home a lot now. No, this is the old norm. This is right. wonderful that this is coming back. That's what people used to do for each other. This is listen. Uh, somebody I don't know who it was. I was talking to. They go. We're in the seventies now, and if you're if you're old enough to remember the seventies, back in the seventies, you think about your childhood. If it was back then. I don't know what your childhood was. I know you were a kid of the 80s, Drex. But in the 70s, we never went out. We stayed home all the time. It was a big deal. Like, we had, we went out to dinner so infrequently that it would be like when my our parents' um, friends would come over for dinner, which is what people did all the time, mm-hmm. we would get excited. So you were always at home. Like, we used to go over to Eddie Gilbert's house and help him slop the pigs and, you know, <laughs> pick corn out of his garden for him. Like this, it's community. I don't like any of this. You're, uh, this is, we're in the roaring 20s, not the swinging 70s, Tad. I don't like it. Well, that was another positive yeah. in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drug Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.